Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. And welcome back to the show. So, before we get started on what we're going to do today, uh, me and Amir had an announcement we wanted to make because we literally just had this happen today. It was really unexpected and we weren't necessarily planning on it. We just kind of happened to see it and then it just kind of happened from there. But we got tickets to see... Well, to go on the, the remade in Misery tour from Memphis May Fire with their new album that we're actually going to listen to today in full. As you guys may have known, back in season 9, because we're in season 11 now, we listened to their American Dream EP, which was pretty much most of the album. We really didn't even have to upload that. We just I had to fill something in because Shinedown's album got pushed back to July. But, um... So, we're going to do the full album today. I think it's like 10 tracks, 11 tracks, something like that. And we did, before we get started, we just wanted to tell you all that we're going to a, we're going to go to a, another, we have another concert experience coming up in July. As of right now, it's June 3rd, I believe. Is it the 3rd or is it the 4th? It's June 3rd. And our concert's at the end of July. So we're going to be taking another road trip. And this recording is going to be a part of it. So we're going to listen to this full album, and then we're going to give you updates on our concert experience tour, like when we're en route, kind of like how we did for uh, for our Thy Art is Murder concert. And we're going to continue on from there, and we got VIP upgrades for all three of us, and apparently it comes with a Q&A session as well, along with some signed merchandise and stuff. But the Q&A session that we apparently get to do with them, I'm really going to try my best to maybe see if we can talk to From Ashes to New because I think it's uh, I think it's them that's doing the Q&A but they would be the first band that we would have on this show at least for it doesn't matter how long it takes just as long as we were able to maybe get them on I'll be happy with that but they're going to be on the tour it's Memphis Mayfire's tour and it's going to be with From Ashes to New Rain City Drive and Wolves at the Gate all of which who I've heard before and I'm really excited about but we're going to try our absolute best to maybe see if we can maybe get our Q&A session on a recording that we can put on the show for everyone because that's going to be so exciting. We've been talking about that for a long time, about possibly trying to get a group on here at some point. And we might have a might have an opportunity here. So we're really going to try our best to try and make it happen. So stay tuned for that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to this album from start to finish fully this time we're going to start back with Blood and Water So, you know, I read I read an article a couple days ago uh, with Matt, which is their lead vocalist from Memphis Mayfire. He did, he, I guess he was answering, he was answering a question from someone, and someone asked him, so if someone who's, who's come to the band who's never heard of Memphis Mayfire, what's the best track that would be a great starting track to get into the band? And you know what his answer was? Blood and water. I don't blame him, man. Yeah. yeah, he said blood and water is the best track to get into if you've never heard of the band. And it's the best way to get into them. Cashew, dude. It has the right balance of heaviness, it's simplistic, and a good structure to it. Clean vocals great as always. Absolutely. Taylor's going to be coming with us on this concert, too. We're all going to take another trip together. And uh, Ironically, this is our... Uh, it's going to be funny, like, having two concerts 
contact experience as in one season. Because it's only they're only a couple episodes apart from our after burial concert. Almost like they got a second wind and yeah. kind of got their mojo back. Which I'm glad because this is the Memphis Mayfire that people grew up with in the 2000s or in the 2020s. And what an album name, too, is a comeback remade in misery. I really kind of wish I didn't. I, I would. I wouldn't have uploaded that EP that we did if I had known that. Like, if we, if I had known what we, what we were gonna do for this concert that I knew, you know, last month, I wouldn't have uploaded. I would have did something else. So, I know it's not gonna be the best thing re-listening to an album again, even though we've heard most of it. But there's, we'll still have a couple of the other tracks that we haven't heard yet. Man, it's always so great to hear that track. It is. It's, a, it's refreshing. It really is. Alright, track number two, Bleed Me Dry. This is the one track I haven't heard as much as the other ones. True, I haven't heard this one as much, but I, I still remember it having a real catchy chord. I kind of like the main theme of all the songs. They're really catchy. Oh, yeah. I like how they all have the same set. Yeah. Like the thing with a lot of music videos, fans will spend a lot of money on production for one music video and it takes off more than the other songs. But I like the fact that they went with the same set for all the songs because it's really kind of nothing different. Absolutely. I like how you get clear shots of everybody too. Yeah. Everyone's getting involved, bro. Like, no, no one. No one person is standing on the bench. I forgot how catchy that door was. Alright. And what a time to to get tickets for their tour show on the same day that the album comes out. Man, so it's like kind of fitting. Hearing this shit live is gonna there's a lot of great bands that are playing all, all four of those groups are great we listen to all three of their EPs remember they have great fucking cover songs they're good at writing their own music they are just killing it right now I mean come on now Wolves at the Gate have a great vocalist I mean this is probably and they had a new album come out this year, Eulogies. Probably going to be one of the best live sounding concerts that we're going to do in terms of clean vocalist. Yeah, like th- this is literally a clean vocalist show almost. Exactly. Not fully, but like for the most but part. Rain City Drive doesn't have screams. The Mashes the New has screams, but not too much. And Memphis they, May Fire, they kind of have both. They have a perfect blend of it. Wolves at the Gate, I'm pretty sure, basically. Oh, I told Taylor this earlier today. But I randomly looked online, and there's a show that's coming up on the 14th of this month, on June 14th, and guess who's playing? So, <laughs> I think it's Whitechapel, Shadow of Intent, and uh, one other band, I can't remember who it was. But it was like three bands that we, that we all love. They were all playing at the Empire Garage in Austin where we went for Thy Art. <laughs> and then Taylor was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> he was pissed. I was like, dude, I'm pissed too. If I would have saw this last month, 
probably would have been set. I love the little push up on the end here. The last quarter. And you know what? On this album, it's simple. Like a lot of the songs follow the same structure. But they do it so well. People, you may call this generic, but this shit is so hard. It does. And that's considering from their last two albums or so that really weren't that great. I can listen to this all day, dude. I don't care generic or not. Absolutely. Alright, track number three, and this is still my current favorite track, which is Somebody. This one's a good one. This one's a good ass track. When it's I the first, most different sounding, too. When I first heard this, it instantly made my playlist. Brought to you by Rise Records. <laughs> It would have been cool if that Q&A session went like we could do that for all the bands. You know how fucking cool that would be? But I think it's only from, from Ashes to New. Somebody said, uh, I forgot who it was. They're like, this has like an Imagine Dragons start. It kind of did, but I mean, but I mean Imagine Dragons, like, they... I like Imagine Dragons with their early stuff like not now yeah like their first two albums and their EPs before their debut I'm just listening to that dude I know it's pretty catchy I my ass they could never hold a candle to that they are if we ever talk about them in the show we're only doing their early shit yeah. And that's even that, that's an like if. Radioactive to present? No. Like radioactive to the past? Sure. Maybe one song from their second record, which is called uh uh Fuck what was it called? They used it in the Battlefield Hardline soundtrack, I think. You remember we jammed to like a lot of their tracks on the ride home from the concert? From after the burial, remember yeah, we listened. We listened to yeah, like three or four songs from this album. Dude, if he sounds anything live like he does on the record, my God, bro. that's another thing I'm looking forward to. Cause they're the headliners. Sure you put in for your time. Cause that's a Tuesday and a Wednesday, I think. Me and Taylor just went ahead and did uh we just did Tuesday and Wednesday back to back. Flying through this album, man. You know an album is good when you can listen to the whole album and you're like, holy shit, it's over already. Dude, we're already on track number four now. I know. I'm just having fun, dude. Alright. <laughs> track number this is four, I said? Yeah, four. Uh, Death Inside. I don't remember much about this. I know we've heard it, though. I, I, just, I don't remember much of that. I think that was one of the things that I really did. Mm-hmm. 
barely 15 minutes in. I wouldn't be surprised if they played like the entire album. Because this out this tour is promoting promoting this album. They, all the concerts we've been going to, they have been doing that, where they've been playing like new stuff with a mix of old stuff. I want to hear somebody. like four years ago. I think we should do now that we've got these we've got this opportunity I want to listen to Panic the album from from Ashes to Me like we'll we'll put it in we'll put it in sometime this season because we are going to we're, we're recording this on June 3rd we're going to record our Evanescence album after this like we promised but this, that one's probably going to get moved back to 12, but we are going to record it today, so it is going to be done. And I think I want to put in Panic, because now that we have the opportunity to, to meet them and do a Q&A with them, I, ha- I have to listen to that album, because I haven't fully heard it yet. And we did all their Quarantine Chronicle EPs, which was like 15 tracks total across from all three EPs, which we loved. But now, since we have this opportunity, I really want to try to take advantage as much as I can. Okay. Now we're going to move on to track number five, and it's the American Dream. This one's a little bit more faster. Yeah. Tracks fly by too. I think we I think we listen to this track on the way home too. It's been great on the on the album so far. I still don't know if I would if I if I um 
if I would have agreed to them releasing all of those singles before the album came out. Because I kind of feel like that might hurt their sales a little bit in the long run. Because I mean, if you're releasing like three quarters of the album before it's even out, like... They haven't been releasing the, 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 the singles on Spotify. They get paid for those streams. And if, if it has 2.7 million streams on fucking YouTube, imagine how many streams they have on Spotify. I can probably look it up right now. Oh, and that reminds me. There's something I need to I need to tell you because I feel like it's something that all three of us should do when we're at that concert. Buying band merchandise at their shows is the best way to support the groups because all the money that gets that they earn from the merchandise at the shows goes directly to them and it doesn't go to their labels. So, buying one t-shirt from a band is equal to I think I read it somewhere. It's like buying one band shirt is like equal to like 50,000 streams on Spotify. Because they, they, the bands don't earn much money on, on streaming streaming platforms. Look, so, look at this, dude. Blood and Water has almost 12 million streams. Wow. Like, this, this album definitely puts it back on the fucking map. The chorus is catchy too. Yeah, there's 11 tracks and we're currently on number 6. Let's get to number six. It's called Your Turn. I don't think we've heard this one. Definitely do. I don't remember hearing it. Well, I stopped listening to all the singles after the EP came out. Like, I chose not to listen anymore. This was one of the singles released, but I didn't I didn't listen to it if it was. Cause this doesn't sound familiar. Cause I remember I, uh, after the EP came out, I think I said if they release any more stuff, I'm not gonna listen to it. Cause the album's like right around the corner. Mostly him. Or what? Our sixth concert, our fifth concert, something like that. Ever since back in, um, ever since back when we saw Escape the Fate. Escape the Fate. 
ghost. Uh, after the barrel concert. And then this one. Yeah, this will be five. This will be five. This will be six for me. Before we did that Escape the Fate concert back in 2020, like directly before COVID happened, the last concert I went to was like in 2016. That was when I saw Saving Abel. Okay, so this will be six. This will be six. Saving Able was the, was the first concert I, I ever went to. And they played here. In town. Oh, I got some bullshit I gotta tell you too. Well, I'll, wait, I'll wait till after the song is over. So, Trapped had the fucking nerve to post something a day or two ago. And it was... No, I, I, just, I just had to tell you because I wanted to get your reaction to it. But they're doing like a tour or something. Where they where they streamed to everyone that they were going to be streaming their entire debut album, and then I was reading through all the comments, and there was so much goddamn hate. <laughs> so. Because like everyone was saying, people were saying stuff like, "Oh yeah, I'm so excited to to listen to the to the one track that you're known for." <laughs> but people were pissed, man. Like I, I didn't comment on any, I didn't comment it on anything because I, I I'm gonna keep my opinion to myself on that. But there's a lot of people that were giving them shit though. It's like why are y'all doing a tour? Like no nobody even like. Is that rain? That is. I oh think shit! There. Holy shit! Okay, well we better finish this album just in case the power cuts off or something. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Okay, let's yeah, let, let's go ahead and move on, on to, to make seven. believe. <laughs> make believe. <laughs> God damn, that was loud. Oh, someone fell off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... Well, if the power goes off, let... Oh, shit. One second. Actually, no, never mind. I don't need to. I forgot I switched to the... I switched to the Wi-Fi, because every time it rains, the LAN cable does that shit. And it randomly kicks me on and off. But luckily, I'm connected to the Wi-Fi in the next room. This has to be the most underrated song so far that we've heard. I don't know if there's going to be any underrated songs in the new But dude, this song is just... It's poppy. I didn't listen to this track. It's poppy, but oh my god, it's just fucking great. Yeah, make believe I didn't listen to this track. You understand why. Unless, I, unless it was on uh, the EP. We listened to it on the far right home. Oh, okay. Look at how hard he's going on the drugs, dude. You can tell that they're loving making music again. And I love when bands find that spark again. Because that's where they have their best music, dude. When everyone's just happy, they're at their best, and life is just going their direction. They're having so much fun making music. Oh, now I recognize it. Okay. I think I remember hearing this. So, I think, so yeah, I, I remember it now. But I only listened to it once. This is only my second time hearing it, I think. Power, please don't cut off. At least until after this album is over. Matrix shit going on in the background. Look at the distortion on the breakdown, man. 
Oh yeah. That was a nice little touch. Our Sabbath season has officially started. Well, yeah. The first album is already up. try to get some video camera footage of it of them playing I want to bring my camera with me this time man we are flying through this thing we're only at 31 minutes okay now we're at misery I think we only have three more tracks up for misery yep three more tracks misery we have not heard I don't think yeah I I think this is a track that was not released let's get into it This is number eight, right? Yes. Yeah, number eight. Misery. Give me Metallica vibes. Right? That rip. Made in Misery. They dropped the whole album name. So this is technically the title track. This is like new metal, dude. Yeah. Like barely, barely scratching it, but you can tell it. You can tell it is. Such a great track. Kind of makes me look forward to seeing even more. None. If not album of the year, man, they, they broke for their. If song. this was comeback of the year, it would they would win. They would win. Seems like we got a storm coming, because I hear the thunder outside, so... See, all the songs are short. They're like average length. Had the album ended just like that, that would have been perfect. It's just because the last word of the album would have been the album name. Alright. Track number nine. Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I have heard this one. I don't know, man. 
I might put it. I might put it in the contenders for album of the year just because like they're, they're, it was their comeback and it was so good. I'm not naming it album of the year yet because we still got a whole six months to go. But, but I'm I'm putting it in in the poll. Yeah, I'm putting it in the poll. But so far we've heard we've heard some good albums this year so far, and we still have more to do too. Like, how many albums have we done this year that have came out? Because we did Ghosts. We did Monuments. We did Calibans. And then we're doing Remade in Misery now. Like, there, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff going on right now. Misery track that was pretty damn good though. I was I was a big fan of that one. These last two tracks we haven't heard either, I believe, right? Which is the next track is only human. Only it's, human. It's a weird one, but for some reason it works. Just, just trust me on that. Okay, track number ten, only human. Wow, that already is different. AJ Chandler. AJ Channer, look that up. AJ Channer. That's cool. Dude, I was actually thinking about wanting to do an episode on them. Dude, they blend so well, though. Dude, I was literally thinking about doing a Fire from the Gods episode. This is badass, man. I like it. I'm telling you, dude, it's like a, a new metal. It's different, but like it's. It's, it works, yeah.
this is cool, dude. Like, I don't have any complaints about it. it, it this shit sounds really cool. Wait. Did you say heavy is the head that wears the false yeah, crown? Bro, I love that fucking part. <laughs> which, ironically, is the Zach Brown band, which is another group that I've heard. They made a track with Chris Cornell before he passed away back in 20... Well, they, the song was released like in 2016, I think. But they had they made they made a track called uh, "Heavy Is the Head," and then the track features Chris Cornell, and he actually says, "Heavy is the head that wears the crown." Shit. All right. Last track. Four minutes. The fight within. You've not heard this, right? I have not heard it either. It's the last track and it's new. The Fight Within. We'll see how it happens. I just want to get through this one with no problems. Look at the background on the monitors. It's like space. None of the band members are in the back. I just noticed that. All that lighting popping up, it's like really ironic because of the weather that we're having. You hear the drums. Absolutely. No, like. Oh, the way it ended. Yeah. Like what? It ended with that. It ended with that 
very deep that se- that deep scenery with the clouds and all of a sudden it thunders outside. Yeah, that was like so that fucking. Was that was fucking perfect timing. Fucking, dude. Holy shit! <laughs> that was the strangest coincidence. That's that like was a, weird. As soon but that, as the video ended, it thundered. Oh, literally, okay, everyone, you got, you literally don't understand what just happened. After we just finished that track, and there was like five seconds where the last shot of the video were dark clouds looming across the screen from like left to right like a storm in. was coming in and then it thunders right outside right as soon as, as, soon as the, the clouds come end. on as soon as the video starts it's kind of like how civil war was with the, with the track because you know that song's like six minutes long but right at the end and the song's like tuning down and ready to go over you hear rain coming down and then you hear like thunder claps and that's how the song ends what a perfect time holy do. shit that was awesome yeah. Well, that's gonna do it for our remade of misery full album. Listen, um, we want to thank you all for joining us. It was finally nice to do all the album this time instead of just the first six tracks that were released. It was good to go through it again because it was good to get the full experience. And I just want to say that this is gonna be all part of the same episode because we just listened to this album now. But the next time you hear us, it's gonna be almost two months from now when we're getting ready to go en route to that concert and we're going to be giving you guys updates kind of like how we did on the After the Burial show we're going to give you guys updates on our trip up there when we get there and quite possibly even getting that uh, getting that episode with From Ashes to New I'm pretty sure the guys would be down to actually like say at least a couple of words say hello to the show like if we can't get them on the show we can at least like Hey, we have a podcast. Do you guys mind introducing yourself? It'd be kind of a surprise to our guest. Yeah, because that's even that, that would be that, cool. I'd be fine even with just that, but on the off chance that we can actually do our Q and A while we're recording for the podcast. Yeah. So all of you listening can actually hear us directly talking to one of these bands and asking our own questions. We're gonna have to make a good list of questions though. I don't know how many we can ask, so we'll have to do maybe a fair amount each. But let's just all hope that it goes well. But this is all going to be... This is just part one of, like, a good two, three-parter episode. And that's literally all in one one episode. So, without further ado, um, we want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed. And uh, it's going to be about two months for us, almost two months, from the next time you hear us again right after this. But it's only going to be about ten seconds for all of you by the time this is all uploaded so we'll see you around that time when when we're on route to the show This is me, uh, me, Taylor, and Amir, and we literally just got back in finishing the Remade of Misery tour from seeing Memphis Mayfire, Rain City Drive, Wolves at the Gate, and uh, From Ashes to New. So I'm going to let you guys start and just give y'all's opinion on what you thought about the show. So who wants to go first? I'll go. Right, Taylor, think, what, what did you think about the show? I think to start off, I mean, before we start with the show, it was kind of before the show, Calm Before the Storm, where we VIP passes. Both bands. Both bands, both Memphis Mayfire and From Ashes to New. Being able to talk to From Ashes to New, and I asked her questions about, like, what drives their passion for music and stuff like that. Is there something in particular that drives it? And they were just basically, like... Uh, Danny's answer was pretty much just like, you know, it's just something I didn't envision doing anything else. It's what it was just what we love to do and there's nothing else really wanted to do. So and did you that's hear, what they made a living for. And did you hear their uh what, what his answer was when he when he was whenever he was answering us about the uh about their about their inspiration for the music and stuff and yeah, when I su- surprisingly him. they said it was Avenged Sevenfold. And that was yeah. shocking. It was Avenged Sevenfold. Um, some shine down, breaking Benjamin, and all that. But and Benjamin Sevenfold was huge, and I don't know, like when you listen to From Ashes to New, it's they their sound, their style, 
the band that they are is so much similar to Linkin Park. And so whenever I asked, hey, how big of an influence was Chester from Linkin Park to your style of music? And he was, you know, to him to say, I never really studied as far as uh, his his vocals and how he sings and stuff. I really copy people like Maddie Mullins and stuff from Memphis. That was shocking, too. That was one of his huge motivations. Um, And then getting to meet Memphis, I mean, it was was kind of brief where Maddie was just going around saying hey and taking selfies with people and just kind of making it short and sweet, but it was still a fun experience. We all got pictures Uh, with them. That was awesome. We got... We got our signed lanyards and stuff. We got our uh, yeah. our merch our merch bag for Memphis for the VIP. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And then getting to the show aspect of it, right? So there was no disappointing or lackluster performance from anybody. Like Wolves at the Gate was exceptional to open the show. Um, there's always those shows where you're worried, and there might be this band that maybe hasn't been around longer doesn't really headline anything much they're still pretty new and still trying to you know get themselves acclimated and find a following that their performance might be kind of lackluster but they were really good i think well wolves of the gate's been around for a while so um but a wolves of the gate coming out was really good and then obviously rain city rain city drive was exceptional fucking amazing i don't know who the lead singer is what the name of what his name is but he has great cleans like he is a freaking talented very very talented very talented singer like i think a lot of people when they listen to rain city drive will kind of listen to them be like oh they kind of sound like a boy band or whatever they would (laughs) that's that's like horny it's not like that's not the case at all but their sound is really good um i was very impressed with how his voice carried through the audience like that's you know somebody's cleans are exceptional whenever their voice just carries and it matches you know what they actually record mm-hmm. there's no auto tune or any modifications to their voice during the show it's everything carries and it matches that was just straight up talent yeah and, what then, that was. Uh, and then you talk about from ashes to new and i think the biggest standout from from ashes to new show is the fact that their energy and how the thing that impresses me with From Ashes to New and their show and their performance is how they they're able to get the crowd involved in their show. Mm-hmm. How they get into the crowd. They get whenever the crowd like at first when it started, you know, a lot of people were just sitting around, just kind of recording and you know a few a few clapping hands. But everybody at by the end of the show was jumping and doing all that stuff. Now, and the thing you have to remember about that is there could be a lot of people that's never heard the band before. That's true. That all of a sudden got into it and then everybody but overall the energy the sound is great of course but the way that they were able to get the crowd involved in the show and get that energy to be infectious was very much not a lot of bands have the ability to do that Mm -hmm. so and then obviously what the whole tour is the headliner is Memphis Mayfire with We Made of Misery Fucking incredible. Incredible. Like, they were... It it was... Watching Maddie sing and perform is always a pleasure. Um, It was my first time seeing them, and I really would like to see them again. Um, And I really... Like... I like how... Maddie is such a nice person. (laughs) And, like, you could just... Like, he's funny, and he's such a nice dude. And he just... And, again, kind of like... I think from Ash is a little better at this than Memphis. But... Maddie, I think, might have been a little bit more energetic after considering the fact that, I guess, what was it, a couple weeks ago, he broke a couple ribs falling off stage, he said, Mm -hmm. during the show. Um, But despite that, and he wasn't jumping around as much because of that, he was still able to find these ways and his little, you know, his witty sense of humor and able to get the crowd incorporated and into the songs and stuff. But Memphis has been around for a really long time, too, so a lot of old school fans there. And I liked how whenever at the end of the concert, they were saying, one more song, one more song. And they were just like, yeah, we're coming out. It was like they, you knew they were going to come out. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, it's a little early. And they performed two more songs. <laughs> yeah, they and we they finished up like just a little bit before 11. It was like 10 songs, I think. Yeah, it was like 1048-ish, 1049, something like that. Yeah, they were. They Mem- Memphis was exceptional. I mean, they're one of the tops. From Ashes to New and Memphis were absolutely incredible. The whole show from start to finish was a lot of fun. 
money well spent. Everybody did such a good job. Um, oh, another thing I want to mention. The uh, bassist, guitar player, I forget, for uh, Wolves at the Gate, where he started talking about, like, it was an interesting thing he was talking about, where, like, he, how religion, how toxic religion is, not believing in God and Jesus, but actual religion is toxic, mm-hmm. and how it forces people against each other, it's caused genocide, it's caused all kinds of things, and there's, like, a different way that you can be spiritual, and connect if you believe in Jesus and God and stuff like that, without involving religion, and I think that was that was a really good speech he gave on that. Because normally it's all corny. Like, if you feel like, you know, um, music saved my life. And, you know, you could do anything you set your mind to. You know, all that corny, cliche or as a Or as Amir, you would probably point out from Tear Gas, anything is possible. You just got to you just gotta work at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no shit. But, uh, but all in all, that, that what conclu- I'm gonna, I'll conclude my segment with this. The show top to bottom... From start to finish, from the VIP, the thunder before the storm, thunder before the rain, it was exceptional. I had an absolutely amazing time. It was well worth the four and a half hour drive. Did you? Uh, how would you compare it to when we went to see uh, back from the Gulag tour? Two different shows. Uh, the last one we went to was a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was uh, a little bit of a mix, where the there both. were t- some breakdowns and some, but overall it was the cleans, the voice carrying. It was. It were, they were two different shows, so I can't really say this one was better than the other. It really depends on if you like so, if you lean towards things that are more heavier, or if you lean towards bands that are a little bit more of a balance and more about cleans. And I will say this: the place was nicer. Or if you love both, because at least this place, like it wasn't like when we were getting out of there, like we didn't have to fight to get out, you know. Well, we got out of there before. I think, well, remember, it's also a bar, and a lot of people mm-hmm. probably getting ready to drink, have a little after party. I bet you so. I bet you half those people that were still, that were coming out when they were finishing the show just went straight to that bar. Yeah, I was, yeah. I thought about going and getting a shot and then just leaving, but I was like, no, I got to keep my, I got to keep my streak, streak going. I'm recharging, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. All so, right, Amir, man. let's get to you now. Uh, what did you, what did you think about the concert? I thought it was a pretty damn good all-around show, if I'm being honest with you. Uh... Like you said, from start to finish, great fucking show. Getting to meet the bands, getting to ask them questions. It was, you know, it was cool to hear what kind of inspired them to make the music that they do. Hearing an unreleased track, that was which would have been so cool to get on recording, but they they wouldn't allow us to record in there. Oh, uh, they had metal detectors and everything. Yeah, they were making sure that nobody was going to record anything in there. But we did get to hear it, and what we heard was fucking amazing. That yeah. unreleased track that they let us hear. No release that, that date. Was, that must have been the surprise. No release date, but nice. They they did confirm that uh that their new album is finished. It's, but they're waiting for their BS label to actually yeah, do something it's with finished, it. It's finished, but their record label is, uh, I guess, kind of holding it back. So they need fans to, like, I guess, push forward to... Yeah, because did, did, did you hear what Danny said whenever, we were, whenever he was telling us about that? He was saying, like... The label is kind of sleeping on them ever since Heartache came out because, you know, they have rapping in their music and everything, and they have screaming, so it's really heavy at the same time. So they kind of don't know, like, how to categorize them. So uh, what Danny was saying is, I think he said, like, they're trying to push they're trying to push them into more of a shinedown direction, where they're trying to get them to be, like, more radio-friendly or something like that, and that's not, that's not what they want to do. They want to do what they want to do. They want their sound. They want to be who they are. And dude, because even though Shinedown's like that now, I mean, they've broken away from that. Like, they, they can do that if they wanted to. Yeah. They don't have to do that. But yeah, carry on with what you were saying. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but the, the, yeah, but the, the record label trying to take control of them, that's a fucked up situation, really. Mm-hmm. You know, let them be creative, create their own music. Which I think is why they, they, they choose to perform the song they do live, is because, I mean, you saw them on stage, just energetic as fuck moving around getting the crowd pumped up you know they wanted piss going everybody jump in I mean Danny has probably some of the best crowd participation I've ever seen from a band same one Memphis made fire and Maddie and even uh, Rain City Drive man the, the clean vocals throughout the entire fucking set just amazing Rain City and Memphis made fire I think are the one band that has the best two of the bands that have some of the best cleans out 
the fact that I was able to hear Blood Runs Cold from Rain City Drive, like, I, my my soul is complete now. That, that's my favorite song by them. Right now. I mean, yeah, there's still a lot more of them I have to listen to, but... Yeah, but the fact that I got to hear that song live when, the new, when their new album just recently came out, we're going to do it on the show, too. So that, that's actually in the works. But that was amazing. Wolves at the Gate was a very, very surprising opening act. I mean, they were they just came out the, no pun intended. They came out the gate swinging. I didn't know that. I didn't. We didn't know the order of who was gonna. Well, we knew Memphis was playing last, but we didn't know who was going all before that. Wolves yeah. at the Gate was probably the heaviest. Where they were, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I yeah, I thought that. Um, I thought all around, like Wolves at the Gate, they just seem. They just seem very eager, and they really like. I don't know. They just seem genuinely enjoy what they do. I it didn't. There's some bands when they perform, it seems like they're constantly trying to impress the crowd. I didn't feel like Wolves at the Gate was trying to do that. They were just being themselves. They were just, just doing perform. it just just to do it, you know. And yeah, and I was really impressed with that. Not just the sound, but just the fact that they carried themselves confidently and weren't trying to just impress anyone. They were just trying to be. They were just being who they are as mm-hmm. a band. So. Yeah, so um, you got anything else you want to say about the show? No, I thought it was pretty damn good, man. It's pretty worth the drive. All right, I guess that's I guess it leaves that to me. Uh, both of y'all literally just pretty much said everything I wanted to say. But in a nutshell, um, all of it was worth it. I'll tell you that. All of the money that was poured into this, it was worth it. The fact that I got to hear pretty much all my, all the songs I wanted to hear from every every one of these bands just made the whole thing worth it. But I'll t- I will say this though, out of all the four bands, when From Ashes to New came out, that was the one point of the concert ride never felt more alive. Oh yeah. Because of how much energy there was going on in that place. The energy and the crowd participation is really what will, that that's what makes that experience so worth it. And dude, the first track they played was Panic. <laughs> And that was that was the perfect way to open it. Yeah. And then when they when they played crazy, that was that was that was a badass song too. Everyone everyone got going when they played crazy. But all all everyone did such a fantastic job. And when Memphis came out, they're like as soon as I heard Make Believe and Somebody, like those are my two favorite tracks on the album. As soon as I heard both of those, I was like They could have just stopped there. They could have. <laughs> they could have. <laughs> If, if those, if those have been if those have been the last two, the show, I'd have been okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> Rain City Drive was pretty damn impressive too. Like uh, all their, their their vocalist is fucking amazing. Like like what we were talking about. He is very talented. You very very talented. Singer, yes. mm-hmm. Wolves at the Gate was pretty damn surprising too, because like I like yeah, I've listened to some of them. I don't know too much about them, but I know some here and there. Um. But I did like the fact that as soon as the, like, they didn't even come straight on, they, like, they didn't even come on the mic and say anything or anything like that and ask what anybody was doing. Just went straight, everyone went straight to their instruments and just fucking started going. Yeah. Like, no, like, no, no talk, no speech, no nothing. Just, yeah. just fucking go. That was really dope. Yeah. And everyone just got fired up. But uh, every, everyone was just fucking amazing. It was a damn great show. It, it was it was worth everything we put into it. It was it was amazing, and I'm glad I can mark those four off the list of another another one of these bands that we've gotten to see live from these concerts and stuff. But I think that's gonna about do it. Yep. I, Damn great only, show. I'd say only negative is I didn't get to hear the American Dream, but it's not the worst thing in the world. So. Yeah. And I got to hear uh, my. Uh, miles away, mm-hmm. and that was awesome. So that made that made it for me. That I love that song. All right, well that's gonna go ahead and do it for us. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening, and we want to. That's gonna conclude our season eleven finale because we ended up uh, before this. You you uh, you've heard us react to the to the full album of Remade in Misery, and now you're. We're jumping ahead a little while later after we just saw the show. We were telling you guys about it. But that's going to do it for us. We hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you all next season in season 12.